0: Alright guys, we are back in your lives. This is the actually the first day of the NBA bubble for real. We actually have our first games. As I'm speaking right now, the New Orleans Pelicans have just lost to the Utah Jazz by a final score of one hundred and six to one hundred and four. Rudy Gobert of all people. The bastard. He ends up icing the game with some free throws. Wins the game. But let's talk about uh well let's just say hello. Let's say hello to everyone. How how we all doing? Doing great.
1: Sports are back. It's so fun. I've been yeah, and I've been betting again. actually won money. Uh, Bryce Harper to hit a home run in the last game the Phillies played, I guess, like a week ago.
0: Oh, um, we'll talk about that later in the show, yeah. Kyle. Let's not jump ahead. But he hit a home run, and I won a lot of money on that home run. Really? So, yeah. well, you, got a, you got a sure bet tonight. What was the bet?
1: Yeah, FanDuel, the odds boost, the Lakers are, I think, it's like plus 49 now, something like that. Maximum a $50 bet.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, you got, so you got, it's that's, like a free $45. Yeah. That's money in the bag right yeah. there. I, I like I don't bet or anything like that, but I, I got sent that from one of my other friends tonight and I was like, maybe I'll just make an account real quick and just make a couple, couple bucks really easy. But yeah. How about you? I know Pat and Nick, you guys were hitting the links the other day. How's the uh, links this week golfing and a scorching
2: heat here in uh, Philly. So I've been playing worse, like continuously it's getting worse. Well not continuously. Like I was the last time I went out wasn't as bad. But I don't know what it is. I just stopped playing well.
0: Have you been playing at the same course?
2: Uh, no not changing any courses, maybe? I can No, no, that wouldn't that's not it. I just sure don't are. know what I'm doing. Well listen, you know,
0: it actually was a pretty big week for us. The sports world coming back aside, we had to lay the hinky hole to rest. It's it's a sad I don't know. Everyone's shaking their heads right now a hinky hole was our apartment in college and our lease is officially concluded it's in it but guys we had some great memories of that place right you oh, like yeah. great memories of that place i'll cherish it forever so i'll a piece i left a piece of me in there piece of me in there. Bur- you can bury me at the hinky hole if you'd like sean chopped <laughs> off his pinky toe and buried it under where his bed used to be yep or somewhere in the cracks of the basement which is where this podcast originated it was in that cellar so we actually owe a little bit of this podcast to the hanky hole. So how about that? And This, this one goes out to the hanky hole. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into sports, I guess, since we have plenty to talk about. Where do you guys want to start this week? Basketball, baseball, hockey, or football? I'll let you guys pick. Kyle, you, I'll let you take the first pick. What do you want to talk about? Um,
1: let's just do basketball because it's like going okay. right now. And
0: All right. Well, basketball.
1: We go back. We'll get, I guess we'll get to this
0: pass game in a little bit, but let's talk about our hometown team because, like I said, most of our audience is uh, Philly-based. So from what you guys watched in the, uh, in the uh, bubble, the this exhibition games, the Sixers don't play the Pacers until this Saturday. But from the exhibition games against Dallas, uh, who else did we play? Memphis and someone else who I forget. But anyway, what did we think of the uh, Sixers play? I mean, I, you guys know my first beef was that Joel Embiid had to sit out. Of course, a game. It's like I expected that was going to happen. Yeah, I didn't care I did. about
1: that at all. A I cool do, though. Pre, pre- like- preseason, pre- not preseason, yep. but scrimmage game. Just make sure he's healthy for the regular, for the actual thing. I had no problem with that.
0: Here's the thing. It's the calf, right? I'm Pat. I'll let you continue in a second. I just—it's something with his legs and the big man. It's already got me scared. I know we're going to be in the midst of a playoff series against like Miami or Boston or whoever, and he's going to have to sit out a crucial game with some. It's going to be the same thing that happened in Toronto. We need him to play for a game, and he's going to get like gastroenteritis again, or something with the calf's going to pop up, and he's going to screw us over. But listen, I'll, I'll digress for a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead, Pat.
2: I was just going to say, like, I feel like the team was like looked pretty good, other than like the Embiid being injured thing. I think overall the team looks good. Like our shooting is really good right now. Uh, all of our shooters are probably like, probably like forty percent, right? Including Ben Simmons. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Ben Simmons is like...
0: another highlight. Ben Simmons at the four is another highlight. Kyle, that's a good, good little thing to talk about. But um, I'll, let's what you said, Pat. I'll touch on that. Like aside from the shooting, our defense and the parts of the game that mattered in these exhibition games. Whoo, man! S Sixers, man, they really have some clamps, man. They, got, they, they get me excited, man, when I see like
2: – Even Matisse is shooting well,
0: right? Yeah, and he's actually being a bit more aggressive. I mean, Ben said he's talking a little bit of smack in practice. He, I think he's gaining confidence because he's kind of got gassed up all over since he started posting out the vlogs. And Whoa. I think it's kind of gassing his confidence up a little bit. He put someone on a poster. I don't know who it was. but He did. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Yeah. And he's – dude, he's actually – one game he had a couple dunks, I think. He can get he's athletic, man. He's definitely athletic. I I mean we always give high praise to Matisse Thibel. So how old is yeah. Shake? Twenty twenty-three, maybe? I'll I'll Google that right now. Let me check. If that dude's twenty three. Twenty three, yeah, he's twenty three even. <laughs> oh, all right. The American <laughs> Athletic Conference's own Shake Milton out of SMU. <laughs> yeah. He he looks good. Yeah, I, I mean, I was skeptical of having him play point guard at first because I thought Ben plays best with the ball in his hand. But Kyle, I'll let you guys – I mean, you, you brought it up. Ben looked great at the four. He looked fantastic mm-hmm. at the four. The Sixers, they, they look like they can do it. They can make a run. They got everyone hyped. But I, I do think the East is wide open, though. I think the West – it's the two L.A. teams. One or the other is going to go to the finals. But East – I I think it could be the Bucs, Toronto, Boston, Miami, or the Sixers. I think those are the, I think any of those teams could take it in the East. So I liked what I saw from the Sixers. I really did. So yeah, are we, are we looking forward to the game on Saturday? Seeing oh, some yeah. real action. I'm I'm pumped. Wait, who are we who are we playing? Indiana. Oh fuck. And we're tied with them in in the seeds. Sorry, those are big game. Yeah, but the thing is, it's really not a like the Sixers are in the playoffs, right? We're we're gonna get yeah. it. And it's not like the home court thing is – it's not a thing. There's no home court advantage. Now, they are doing things where they play your, the same music. Like, you know, when the Sixers make two free throws, they do the excellent thing, right? They'll do stuff like that to make it kind of feel at home. But it's not like the fans are on your side or anything like that. So it's almost like you could pick and choose the games who want to win or lose to, to get the matchup you want in the first round. It's different than most years, man. Because most of the time you play for the seeds to get the home court advantage. Now you're playing for matchups. So maybe Sixers want to play Indiana in the first round. They might play a little differently than if they wanted to play Boston in the first round.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I actually never thought. I didn't think of it like that. I
0: know. And A little more strategy. Not more strategy, but like different strategy. Yeah, different strategy. And the Sixers, we know, are abysmal on the road. They're like, what, 10 and 20-something this
3: year on the road. And... They had a, they're nearly undefeated at home. <laughs> they're was near, gotcha they're the on the road. The other night, or the scrimmage, and I saw their splits. It was astonishing. Oh, between <laughs> home and on the road? 29 and 27 and 2. What was that? It was like 10 and 29 on the road and then 27 and 2 at home.
0: Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what I'm saying. At home, they're undefeated, practically. And then on the road, they couldn't buy a win, hardly. They're out the whole year. So, but this will be interesting because, like, it's neutral territory for everybody. I don't know how it's going to affect the Sixers. I, I pray to God that it, it just no nothing really happens. Because if it's like a road game to them, we're screwed. First Hopefully, runner. it's
3: like a home game yeah. to them. Yeah, I hope so. But they I feel like they, if they, anything, it'll help us. They feed off like the so. fans in Philly. But they do I, feed I, off the fans. But I feel like they react. I feel like there's some players that react really negatively to like opposing fans. Yeah. I think that too, but I not just opposing
0: fans. There's some players I think that use the fans to hype themselves up, and that's yeah. how they get locked into the game. But the yeah. guys like like Kobe. I mean, rest in peace, Kobe. He was one of those guys. Like fans or not, he's gonna he'll kill you. Like he'll just yeah. he'll, he's got that tunnel vision and he'll kill you. And i to like a dirt court in your backyard,
3: and he's gonna try to fucking kill you.
0: Exactly. And I would I want to see which one of the Sixers is gonna have that mentality. Now Kenny Smith if you guys watched the pregame show he said Ben Simmons is going to be the MVP of the bubble. And they're not actually doing awards but he thinks Ben Simmons is going to literally like have a breakout oh. bubble. Yeah. And I could see it happening. We we kind of we kind of said it. Like we said that he's going to start shooting threes. Who's got a fan duel in front of them right now? Is there a way uh, you can, I can search the over under gamble? Is there a way? Is there a way you can search the over under for Ben Simmons three pointers? Uh, for the bubble. Ooh, He's only yeah, taken I one can, so far. Right? I can No, he made. Well, no, he took like two or three last in the one game when he made one. Yeah, He, oh, took right, two. he right. went one for two that game. Yeah. Uh, see NBA. And he shot him with no hesitation. That was the good thing. Yeah, if you could find out the over under on Ben Simmons threes, I'm I'm slamming the over. That's what I would do. I mean, I'm not a better, but if I were a better. I'm slamming the over on Ben Simmons threes. And uh, you know what's another guarantee, good guarantee? I saw someone post on Twitter today that Joel Embiid dunks versus Indiana was set at a half a dunk. So you just, if Joel Embiid gets one dunk. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not
1: saying that all. Uh, Have you guys seen Deion Sandal's not that great for that. I did.
0: Goals. And J.R. Smith. He looks pretty nice. And Jr. And J.R. Smith yeah waiters looks
3: like he's gonna trip one. every time and then the ball ends up going in <laughs> yeah, <P. on laughs> His fadeaway is
2: is ridiculous I, i've yeah. like
3: seen him drive and it looks like he's he's just teetering on balance and then all of a sudden the ball just shoots up and it hits the glass and falls in i'm just like what the? F-? you guys who you and parker had the bet way
0: back when we first started this thing right who took the sixers and who took the field he took the bucks. I took the box. bucks. and you took the field. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to keep that in our memory here, because this is uh, this is where it's finally starting to kick in. But yeah, okay. The Lakers and Clippers are tipping off now. Battle of L.A. If you guys are taking one L.A. team, I think we've all said the Lakers, right?
3: Yeah. What are the terms of so. that bet again? Isn't it if the Bucks go, you get thirty? If the you yeah, you gave him odds. You gave him good odds for if it. Feel good, I back. get five or something like that.
2: Uh, something like that, but I don't, I don't remember what it was exactly. You could right, probably well, go we'll back. Just, it was either episode back, one or two, two,
3: Nick. All right. I mean, we can just do. We, we'll just do that. The one I just said. If that okay.
2: Shit. <laughs> well, wait. So then I'd only have to give you five bucks.
3: Yeah. All right. Nick, you're that confident. Wow. You're that's, that confident. You're that confident that the bucks aren't going to like. Well, no, but I have the field. Yeah. That makes sense. That's fine. I don't have a team. I have any team besides the Bucks.
0: Yeah, but the Bucks are also like 70% chance to win the conference. That's what the numbers were. They're at like 70% to win it.
3: Yeah, I'll do my own numbers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take the math class I had in my life over fucking some douchebag at ESPN.
0: All right, all right, all right. Sorry, they didn't even work you up. No, uh, I'm just kidding. I'll do my, <laughs> I like, that could be the name of this episode. I'll do my own numbers. <laughs> 10,000 to 1
3: odds. I haven't watched any basketball this year besides the Sixers. <laughs> I have this game on right now, though. I'm watching. Are you on a stream? Or are you uh, are you on like a uh, cable? I'm just on a bo- of my the box in my living oh, okay. room.
0: Yeah, I'm on I'm on a stream, so I might be a little bit behind. I got Lakers up two nothing right now. But anyway, uh, yeah. What else do you guys want to talk about in the bubble? Let's pull up the notes here, gang. I think uh, oh, Lou Will. Did we talk about Lou Will? Oh, Lou Will. Yeah, Lou Will. Of course, if you haven't heard by now, he left the bubble. And he went to uh Magic City to get wings, and he had to quarantine. He's not playing right? He's not playing tonight. no wow. the thing it's is strict, though I, they're strict over there in Disney I didn't want to make fun of that because I saw on Twitter it was people was like for a funeral. He went home for a funeral, and then he stopped at the strip club afterwards <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, that- <laughs> So I didn't want to like. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing if he just run for the funeral, but there's there's more than one motive there. Yeah, because Kendrick Perkins called him out on first take, and then Lou Williams clapped back on Twitter saying, "Like mm-hmm. keep your name out of my mouth and quit laughing, laughing it off when you see me." But then he goes. I have the tweet in front of me now. goes, but I digress. I went home to see a man off to his final, final resting place. That was a giant in my life. I don't want to get lost in all this attention. So again, long live the great Paul Williams Sr. I guess maybe his uncle or his dad or something. Back to my quarantine so I can join the guys soon. Peace. So he, he went home to lay someone and his family, I guess, to rest. But then he stopped at the strip club afterwards. So. Just Williams, something. I'm sorry for your loss, but you... <laughs> You know, you did turn yourself into a meme a little bit. Well, apparently those Magic City wings are fire. So that's, what, yeah, that's what the buzz is online. Yeah,
1: apparently about. he's, like, tweeted about it before, how much he loves their food.
0: It's in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, that's – I mean, it blew up on Twitter. Everyone was posting pictures at Magic City. Magic City was probably thrilled, actually. Oh, that's anyway.
1: phenomenal for them.
0: Yeah, great marketing. Thanks. They, should, they should thank Lou Williams. Um, yeah. All right. Let's, I mean, we don't have much to talk about. You guys watch. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that uh, game we just watched then. Uh, New Orleans versus why am I, Utah. Sorry. I don't know why I just blanked that. Literally just got done watching it. Pat, what were your initial thoughts watching the game, man? First game back in action from the bubble.
2: I only saw part of it, but I thought Zion looked good for like the short amount of time he was in. Lonzo sucked as usual. I mean, like we all we all
0: know that. No, 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 no. I have a, no. Back. He was terrible. was back to his not. regular form. No, hold on, and let me make my case for Lonzo because I, I knew this was going to get brought up. No, okay, he's been out for it's been nearly five months since he's since he's played a proper basketball game. All things considered, he didn't play badly. He had seven assists. Six rebounds, and defensively, he had uh, two steals. And, uh, yeah, but he went two for 13. Two for 13. Quadruple single? Yeah, quadruple uh, single. <laughs> yeah, quadruple <laughs> single. <laughs> and four points. He finished minus eight. The problem with the – listen, at least he's uh, – the thing I'm happy about is he was aggressive through it. Because he started off real bad. And I, I, he missed his first couple shots, and I just knew. I was like, oh, man. And the one bucket he got was actually on a goaltending call. And then I guess he made one more later in the game. It wasn't the best shot for old Lonzo Ball, but he had to knock the dust off. He, was, he wasn't hesitating. He was attacking the rim. He does need some help finishing around the rim. First, he had to <laughs> work some on help his with jump. the shot. Well, no, he worked on his jump shot. He looks way better. It looks way better. It doesn't matter what it
2: looks like. He sucks. Come on, man. <laughs> no, it looks better, and it'll drop eventually. All right, he can, he can pass. That's about it. And rebound.
0: And he's, not too bad on and he's not too bad on defense. Listen, man, just give him a, give him a game or so to get that jumper down.
2: Just wait until he's like thirty; then I'll be good.
0: I want to get him once he gets that touch around the rim. He'll be he'll be good to go. But yeah, I agree with you. Not a good game from Lonzo. And then Zion actually looked great. And I was frustrated because I'm I'm rooting for the Pelicans or Portland to get in the playoffs. One of those two teams. And for most of the game, Pelicans hung in there with the top four team in the West, and they they lost it at the end. And they didn't have Zion in at the end. I don't know why they have him on this minute restriction right now with this playoff push coming around. It wasn't so much a restriction. They were doing, like, minute bursts, like three or four-minute bursts with Zion today. But um, was, how, how about, Go ahead, Pat.
2: You know how, like, they, uh, they said that Zion was, like, getting in shape now? He looks just as big as he always did. I thought he looked a
0: little bigger, actually. Eh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a – He's, he's a,
2: massive. He's
0: <laughs> chonky. Like,
2: he's big. He's a big boy. It doesn't affect him at all. Not really, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't affect think – He's you. always just going to waddle around no matter what.
0: If Honestly, if they do that thing where he is playing for four minutes and then they let him catch his breath, let him do whatever, come back, and he's just a beast for four minutes at a time, then so be it. But, like, at the end of the game, they needed Zion in the game to just get some buckets and they didn't have him. And I think I think it actually ended up costing the game, which is critical right now when you're trying to make up – what are they, three games behind the eight spot or something, three and a half. And he only got eight games to get there, so <laughs> – you know, New Orleans, hey, you may have lost a chance there. You had, could have had a good win against the top four team. But All right, if you guys have been listening for a while now, it's time for a quick break. To remind you guys that Support for Cellar Dwellers is brought to you by Manscaped, who is best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools to protect your family jewels. We all have Manscaped and horror stories, but no longer because Manscaped team has just spent the last 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created called the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 this third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology it's a premium razor guys you guys hear you hear us talk about it every week battery lasts up to 90 minutes water resistant has an led light 7,000 rpm motor with quad stroke technology and of course that charging stand powered by usb you got to show off that lawnmower 3.0 loud and proud everybody so if you're listening to me speak right now 20% 20% off plus free shipping using code SellerDwellers on manscaped.com. Once again, that is uh twenty percent off on manscaped.com using code seller dwellers plus that free shipping. But let's get back to the show. Move past the NBA. We'll move it along here kind of quickly today because I, I do want to have us watch that LA game without it all without it being on in the background. We'll actually be able to watch it properly. But let's go uh I guess MLB then. MLB where you guys want to start you want to start with houston and joe kelly you want to start with iron
3: don mattingly into the fucking sun yeah fuck that guy dude yeah, really the entire marlins, marlins organization qualified. okay so we're starting with the marlins so, yeah that's wild they they thought they were the way they were making comments about it was it, it was like as if it was an injury yeah that's they right. knew, but- an injury <laughs> Play through it.
0: Oh, you guys were talking over yeah, each other yeah, Got go a little me, muffled. Go ahead, go Nick.
3: It, it. My bad. Like you guys didn't all tear your ACL or like something like that and then decide to play through it. it, it the other team can't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> right. They thought so, like, that was never our mentality. Like they thought they were being
0: like courageous, tough. I guess. Tough, yeah, to play through whatever they yeah. thought they had. And they be, caught be, it down be. in Atlanta, didn't they? So I heard they caught it in Atlanta somehow. I don't know how. but know. Just,
1: They probably caught it in Miami. That's like the
0: number one right. spot but, uh, yeah. for it. I thought I saw something about catching it in Atlanta. But and it, regardless, they had it. They have like nine, 17, 19 is the latest I saw. So, somewhere in the high teens. The Phillies have I-
1: two now. Yeah. But no, luckily, no players, right? Yeah, no. It's just like staff. Yeah. But, but Didi D- has like some serious D- – Didi Gregorius has like some serious con- – I think it's like a kidney thing. Kidney condition, yeah. Yeah, kidney condition. So he – like that could actually kill him. That would be a shame. We just signed him to a nice contract.
0: So what, Kyle? Go off on the uh, Marlins here. What, you, what was your thoughts? I mean, first off, there's the one part where it's just irresponsible and I mean, inexcusable as well. The Second part is we got we were so excited to get sports back. Baseball is back, and now all of a sudden in Philadelphia, it's it's ripped away after uh, three games. And yeah, but I think we, it's
1: been like close to a week now. Has it been close to a week since?
0: Yeah, and we, the Yankee series got canceled. That's and, actually
1: probably good for us.
0: Right, and then just Toronto this weekend got postponed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's – like, can, are we going to be able to make those games up? Are we going to do the 7 ending doubleheaders? I don't know. I saw the ML – like, a tweet that MLB did actually plan on having a season
1: where some teams might not play 60 games. So, I don't know how they would do that. It had something to do with, like, the division, like – I don't know, but they said they planned on, like, some teams could only end up playing, like, 52 games. They might just do one percentage or something like that. We're already down there to
0: 54 now. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right? So we're already already pretty much there. The MLB has been totally irresponsible from the get-go, right? They took the ages to start it. They could have started their season months ago, and it would have been so great for the MLB because they're coming off this disastrous Astros thing, right? And all the attention was actually on baseball. And they could have had a period in time when it was just only baseball, everything else, like the COVID stuff. They wouldn't even have to talk about anything other than COVID for the other sports. All the eyes would have been on baseball, could have gotten some eyes on the sport because it's, you know, it's going down, the eyes on baseball. And they lost it. They lost it. But And they butchered it. And now, you know, they are they seem to be in a mess with the whole COVID thing. And who, who knows what's going to happen. I'm kind of with Nick. I'm, I'm like, I don't know what you do with Miami now. They got 19 players or 17 people in their organization in the clubhouse with coronavirus. That, that's not going to – you can't just snap your fingers and fix that problem. So, But let's talk about what we saw from the Phillies in that series against the Marlins. Nick and Kyle, you take over this one because, I mean, you guys are the baseball guys here. From what I saw, just this, this pitching on this is a nightmare. You guys, who was the Kapler stand? Both of you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Kapler kind of got the boot, and a lot of people were like you guys and said, well, we can't really blame this all on Kapler, we got a terrible bullpen, and we had Velasquez coming in and pitch, <laughs> how many innings did he pitch, like three or four? I don't know, okay. we both, we got a 4 nothing lead in the first inning, and it was gone in the first inning. Gone. And then you rely on the bullpen for six, seven, or not six, you know, a lot of innings, right, many innings, most of the game, you know, then we're in the same spot as we always are, and... You're supposed to win these games against the bottom of the barrel. You know, the Marlins are, are by no means a, a great MLB team. And the Phillies couldn't – they're 1-2. They finished the series 1-2. and two. So, not the not start we you're hoping for out of the Phillies. But, I mean, you guys can elaborate a little bit on it, I guess, unless I just covered it. But what do you guys think? Every screen?
2: game matters now. Yeah. It does. I mean,
1: it's like the same shit as last year. Last year, we had a losing record against the Marlins, who were one of the worst teams in baseball. And that's probably one of the reasons why we didn't make the playoffs because we couldn't beat the Marlins. Like, out of all teams, like, we beat, we can beat playoff teams at some point and then lose to the Marlins. It's the Marlins that kill us. The fucking Marlins.
0: Yeah, it must be, like, it's just, like, one of those teams. I feel these ones can't seem to get their uh... – And our pitching does just fucking blow. So,
1: almost yeah, that gets if fixed, we have no who shot. your
3: fucking manager is, if your f- bullpen
0: can't hit a spot – Who's the guy that Harper really likes? He wants him to be in the starting rotation after four games, which we might not Spencer even. Spencer Howard. Yeah, we, we said after four games, right? We got three in, and now we can't even play that fourth game to get him in the rotation. So He is going to be good, though. I yeah, think. he's nasty. He, yeah. Now, what would you do? What would the Phillies do? Because he would be in the starting rotation, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they would kill Nick like, Pavetta then. Pavetta? Yeah, they would just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's like there's some fucking no-name guys on that. Nick Pavetta actually threw well in relief. I think he gave up like one run, four or five innings out of the bullpen. I don't a lot of people want Velasquez in the in the uh, bullpen. Yeah, he should be. In the I bullpen. would. I would. Like, after that, I would flip him and Pavetta. I would give Pavetta a shot to start and move Vinny to the bullpen. Yeah, Velasquez
1: is, a, is always good. He always has like one good inning in him, and then after that, he's garbage. He could be got
3: closer.
1: a closer. Yeah, he, he, could he could be a, a closer.
3: Place. What were you saying, Nick? He's got an electric fastball, but if you see him twice, uh, you hit you can't
2: it catch up to it,
0: Gotcha, yeah, well, we'll see what happens with the Phillies. I mean, no word like we don't even know if they're going to play by the time we record an episode next week, so yeah I mean we get a lot 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 to uh keep our eyes on in the MLB were there any standouts in the MLB this week I mean I I only focus on the Phillies and the Marlins really, but who who was looking good? I know the Yankees played the Orioles I saw they won the other day they – I mean, you said it was good that we missed the Yankees series. So, I mean, I guess the Yankees are looking good. But I didn't really keep up with any of the other the other games. Although, yeah, no, other I than, uh, I you know, the Astros. Astros-Dodgers. That's a good transition. Oh, yeah,
2: Joe Kelly threw that um, <laughs> that pitch at the, uh, at the guy, Astros, the Astros yeah. player.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Like, okay, so Joe Kelly now, for those of you who don't know, he – Beamed a pitch right at the who was the player? I'm blanking on the name. Carlos Correa. Yeah, was it Correa? Okay, he oh, beamed it yeah, right at. Sure. Okay, beamed it right at his head. Ninety-six mile an hour fastball straight for the head. Missed him. And then he struck him out. And then he made the faces. And he got to spend eight games, which is the equivalent of twenty-one games in a full season.
2: Wait, so the year the Astros won the the championship, did they go through the Dodgers? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. beat him in the
3: World Series. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. Wait, in the World Series, they played.
3: Them? Yeah, mm-hmm. but Joe Kelly was on the Red Sox that season, and yeah. the Astros eliminated the Red Sox in the ALCS, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: and Joe Kelly has a history. I heard of like kind of hitting hitting guys. Uh, he got like,
1: into a fight last year with a guy on the Yankees. That okay. was a, yeah. The guy charged the mound.
0: Okay, so, yeah, like, Joe Kelly has a past history. He beamed at this guy's head nearly 100-mile-an-hour pitch, right? Could have caused some serious damage. Suspended eight games, the equivalent of 21 games in a full season. But here's the problem everyone's having. The Astros still have no ramifications for what they did. They cheated, right? Now, I don't think uh, Joe Kelly meant to beam it 96 miles an hour to the dome. But I think he meant to. He was aiming for him, right? Like I think he was aiming for him. Maybe not the head area, but still. Like, is that worth eight, tw- I, With the equivalent of twenty-one regular season games, if you're not going to punish cheaters at all and let them keep their trophy, whatever, and then you pretty much give this guy a boot for the m- good majority of the season, come on, Rob Manfred, you can't do that, man. Yeah, he's a so, joke. Rob Manfred sucks. He's like the worst. Gonna,
1: he's the worst commissioner in all sports.
0: I was thinking the same thing. He's totally irresponsible. That guy and he had he had a, he had a uh, case back in some—I forget the with the Red Sox or something uh, they're talking about it on ESPN. I, I forget what it was, but apparently he handled that badly a couple years ago. And Nick probably
3: know more about it. You're shaking your head, but no, I, I have no oh. idea. Oh, okay, whatever. But um. <laughs> I, I was I was a little tired I was, this gig, I was nodding in agreement that Rob Manfred is a joke. I don't get how you can give a guy that big of a suspension when he <laughs> didn't hit the guy and he wasn't thrown out of the game. Yeah. Hey, I mean I think rejected. Joe Kelly could have come back out the pitch. In and the he pool, got yeah. he can can't play for eight games. That's wild. Almost a
1: sixth of the season. That's insane.
0: I know. Ooh, That's what I meant. Twenty it's 20, pretty much twenty yeah. games or twenty one games or something in a regular season. So to me when you're protecting the team that cheated. Because the message was, he gave such a hard suspension, pretty much, because he didn't want other play- pitchers beaming it at the Astros, which it was going to happen eventually. And Joe Kelly, he died on that cross. <laughs> really, he was more than willing to do that. So,
1: because it probably wouldn't even have like wouldn't it happen as much if they actually got punished for it. Exactly. Like, now players are mad that they get punished. They're like, okay, now I have to punish you, so I'm going to hit you. When they wouldn't be doing that as much if the like if Manfred had just. Give them a punishment, suspend them, do something, take away draft picks, something.
0: Yeah, the uh, one of the announcers, I think, I've, they who are the are the Astros playing? Uh, I guess they're not playing the Dodgers anymore. They're in a series now, and uh, maybe it was the Dodgers still, but yeah, yeah, it was. He, he struck him out, and then they announced one announcer was like, I guess he didn't guess it, guess the pitch properly, and the other announcer was like, it's much harder to guess when you don't have the uh, the, the signs <laughs> coming for you. So, yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone's anti-Astro. Everyone's saying
3: Joe said that. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I thought it was too strict of a punishment or too strong of a punishment. I should say. Yeah, yeah, I think wrong. If saying Hirschiser said shit like that, then they definitely should have been punished. <laughs> and and by the way, he uh, Joe Kelly did appeal the suspension. So he maybe. Would. Yeah, maybe maybe it'll get
3: reduced. It should get reduced a little bit. Maybe yeah. when somebody puts the like, they see the tweets or the numbers. They maybe they just didn't think of that, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Right? Uh, two games. My bad. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we weren't we weren't thinking.
0: I don't have uh, I'm still looking at the Lakers game right now. Lakers up eighteen eleven on the Clippers right now. For for those who uh, care, I mean, by the time people listen to this, the game will already end. But I don't. I wish I had the box score in front of me because I'm not paying too much attention to it. But yeah, how about you guys think the MLB season will go on with all this COVID stuff?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it will, but I think there's going to be a lot of games that get postponed or a lot of players that like have to go on the COVID list. And they like, don't know how because I mean, this kind of affects the NFL too because the NFL didn't plan on using a bubble. i like, I don't know how
0: the NFL could use a bubble. I saw something uh, in the schedule; they have like weeks at the end of the season. If you make up like you can make up like COVID games, and every four okay. they start off in a divisional with the divisional opponents or something, something weird like that. Um, yeah, the good but thing the, the good thing about the NFL is they have uh, excuse me the gnarly burp right there, <laughs> and they have a uh, they can learn from the MLB's mistakes and the NBA's mistakes, which the NBA is non-existent, and so is the NHL hardly have any cases too, right? They didn't have any. Yeah, so NBA and NHL—they're doing the little hub cities or the bubbles. Those are working great. MLB obviously is having the problem. So the NFL is going to be able to definitely be able to learn from the MLB. That the NFL season—I'm I'm getting a little scary, scared about, but just because like that's the so much contact in that sport. You're gonna—they're gonna be dropping like flies. Eagles already got Lane Johnson. He's out for a little bit, but he'll—he'll he'll be back allegedly. But yeah, uh, let's talk about while we're on the NFL. Carson Wentz, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. Maybe we didn't. He wasn't even in the top 110. Top 110 players in the NFL, in the, uh, NFL poll that they do every year. And Patrick Mahomes was, was ranked number four. So I think the list was Lamar, Russell Wilson, Aaron Donald, Pat Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. I guess we'll start with Mahomes before we get to Wentz. Because, I mean, why why on earth would like the players disrespect Pat Mahomes like that? If we're just going off last year alone, I mean, Super Bowl MVP, highest paid player in NFL history, Super Bowl champion, MVP candidate, like, you can go off on days and days and days about Patrick Mahomes' accolades. The fact that he wasn't won was, I mean, surprising to me, especially when he was, you know, the other players that vote for it. I guess I mean Lamar and Russell Wilson I, I yeah I think they're top players in the league but I don't think they're better than Patrick Mahomes. If Aaron Donald was number 1 I could have I could have swallowed that pill a little bit easier because the gap between Aaron Donald and the next defensive lineman is is maybe bigger than the difference between Patrick Mahomes and the next best quarterback which I would say is, I would say is Russell Wilson. But I don't know. Man, what, what what do we uh I guess we can't overreact to this poll too much right cuz
2: by the players, and I think it's like um, it's got to be from like just last year because there's no way. That no, it is. Pat, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then in that case, and I think yeah. that makes sense to have Pat Mahomes at four. Really? Yeah. Because uh, Lamar Jackson probably was the best player last year. I mean, he was the MVP. And then uh, I don't know. I wouldn't have Russell Wilson at two. Really? I'd probably, yeah. Put, yeah, I'd probably put Aaron Donald at two. Yeah, that's and then I've, Mahomes and then Russell.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I just I, I can't I don't know why. I even if the players, like, how do you know? It should
3: be Lamar and Pat Mahomes. If it's last year, Lamar, Pat Mahomes won two, and you could put them either way. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I
0: I can't I, I, I don't I couldn't I'm not gonna I don't want to disrespect what you guys are saying, like the players because those players are all great too. It just to me Pat Mahomes is just clearly a number the number one guy. Like I don't yeah. know, maybe the players are a little jealous that he I mean they probably took the polls before he got paid, but yeah, to me it was Patrick Mahomes clear. Um and was well, that was the one surprise and obviously the surprise for us as Philadelphia fans is Carson Wentz, according to Sal Powell, I think, wasn't even in the top one ten. I get real i t- I'm getting real sick and tired of this Carson Wentz disrespect. I don't know about you guys. But it's it's starting to get on my very last nerve. They had guys like Kyler Murray, Josh Allen at him. Why why is it like? I, everyone always tries to like. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong.
3: Kyler Murray wasn't even that good last year. No,
0: he no. wasn't. What what did Carson Wentz do last year that had him not in the top one ten? He's top fifty at least, right? He's top fifty at
3: least. Yeah. I'm not oh, saying yeah. he's.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying he's like Lamar and Pat Mahomes and all those types of guys. He's that top 50 player in the NFL.
3: 40 to 60 range.
0: Yeah, okay, 40 to 60. That's definitely fair. For the other players not to put him in the top 110, after the season he had last year, it was, it, I, I get it. Like He wasn't working with as that much, that many weapons, so his numbers probably weren't as great as they couldn't have been. It could not have been. He didn't
3: have a, uh, a receiver with over 500 yards. but I think he, he has his most yards passing ever. Did he? I think he broke 4,000. He set the franchise
0: record. And if it was like because he didn't play the playoff game or something, if they're going to rank it off that, I I couldn't imagine it'd be that. Josh Allen played terribly in his playoff game, and he got ranked
3: ahead of him. Kyler Murray didn't even make the playoffs. Didn't Josh Allen literally shit his pants and try to lateral the ball in that playoff game? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: That worked out for him, but yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it worked out, but yeah. Like Josh Allen played terribly in his playoff game. Kyler Murray didn't make the playoffs. Dak Prescott didn't make the playoffs. Those, I just I don't know why everyone's so disrespectful of Carson Wentz. It made to me, I was actually listening. to – Must
3: be him. an awful guy. Yeah, he has <laughs> to be. A terrible
0: yeah, he just
1: guy. like low key, just talks like unspeakable shit to players. Teams.
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard <laughs> him? was, like up?
1: go way past the line, like no one would ever go that far.
0: Have you ever heard him mic'd up? Carson.
1: Wentz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's
0: He's like he's not the most – he's not intimidating <laughs> by any means. He's like the nicest guy ever. Like, you can't even
3: know.
0: I, mean, <laughs> I saw something, someone else was mic'd up. I think it was Miles Sanders, and he went up to Carson Wentz. He was like, hey, Carson, I'm mic'd up. And he went, hey, Mike. And I was like, come on, Carson. <laughs> That's so corny, bro. <laughs> That's so corny. But, yeah, anyway, like, what do you guys – Pat, what, what's your take on Carson Wentz not even being in the top 110, man?
2: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like Kyler Murray is definitely not better than him. Josh Allen's definitely not better than him. There's so many players that that you could pick. I don't know. It feels like uh it feels like the rest of the league starting to forget about Carson Wentz.
0: I think that is right. I think they're forgetting about him. I guess he goes under the radar. I don't know what it is, but I'm getting real sick and tired of it. I'm ready for the Carson Wentz revenge tour.
1: If we don't have Carson Wentz, we're like a four-win team last year.
0: And the thing is, though, Car- this is what Carson said. They asked him about it today, and he was, he was typical Carson. He was all humble. Did you guys hear it at all or no?
1: mm
0: yeah. was- Pat, you said something about the other week, how you want to – he doesn't have that fire, right? You must have said it's me. Yeah. yeah. Not the fire. So, like, so they say, hey, Carson, like, you, you know, you weren't in the top 110 players, according to your peers. The people you play against and rank you in the top 110. Well, what do you think about this? And he's like, oh, no, like – it is what it is. I can't let it bother me too much. But, like, my, my Carson, man, we, that's not what we want for to hear from you, man. We want to hear you fired up and say, yo, I'm going to use this as motivation. I'm ready to come back with a vengeance this year. We got some new receiving in the game. Like, that's what we want to hear from Carson Wentz. But he never gives that to us. He's too humble. That's the only knock I have on Carson Wentz. Too humble. Anyway, what else do we have here? Uh, oh, I mean, Marquise Goodwin opted out. How's that affect the birds? We think we're still gonna be good with the
3: with the receiving core. I mean, I think we lose uh, a guy that probably would run six, seven routes a game. And I think we drafted some speedy guys who could fill in. Um I, I don't I not I don't think he was gonna be in our like top three. I don't think he was gonna be in the slot or anything like that. So No no no. I think it,
0: I think our guys are well, Alshon's out now, right? Alshon's, yeah, out, Alshon's out for like October oh. and the game's start in September. Yeah, but he oh. can't
3: play that because posi- like.
0: No, no yeah. but now we're, But now I'm saying our receiving core is Deshaun, Jalen Rager, and who who else? Um, Greg Ward. Okay, Greg Ward, which is Arthur fine. Hightower. Hightower. John, Greg- John Hightower. So Greg Hightower, Ward, Ques Watkins. Okay, so again, the same guys from last year, pretty much. No, no, those, those, those are draft guys are no. I mean, I'm talking Greg Ward here. I was talking Greg Ward. Not, yeah, uh, not Hightower, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm so I'm saying. We're going in with a bunch of guys that really haven't improved. Uh, Deshaun Jackson coming off an injury. Hightower hasn't proven himself. Rager hasn't proven himself. Breakout year for our thing. Greg Ward, I mean, he played well last year. But. You,
3: like he, Again, I'm running numbers in my head. Eventually, we have to just get a good receiver in the draft. Like, the odds have to be in our favor one time. We drafted three this year. Antonio Brown was drafted in the sixth round. All right. One of these guys has to be
2: a good receiver. Yeah, like even if even if they like – Even if it's not Jalen Rieger,
3: of- which I think he's going to be good because like they keep putting up these stats for like most contested catches in college football or in clutch catches and like he was leading in that. So I think – I mean, I don't know what the fuck that means. I, but I think Jalen Rieger is going to be good. But like if he's not, one of the other two has to be good. Otherwise, Howie is <laughs> just so incompetent. <laughs> It, the receiving, especially at the, yeah, can just the I like Howie. It's just like it's. It's actually funny at this point. Like if these guys suck, I won't even be that pissed. I'll just piss my pants laughing. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> I'm that's just remarkably bad drafting. I'm nervous for the just the whole season in general because I think I mean college football that happening is that's college football is no, definitely not, not happening. happening, and I I just don't. I think it's going to be really difficult for the NFL season to happen. If I'm being uh, pragmatic, but um, if it does happen, I'm a little worried for the Eagles. Like again, we're having we're going into the season now. Well, I thought it was going to be a good receiving core, but now injuries again have seemed to plague us. So, and who knows if Deshaun's going to stay healthy? He's getting up there in age. So, uh, let's not. I'm not going to be too pessimistic. But yeah, man. yeah.
2: Like uh, the thing is,
3: this, this is, is the spot dark core dark I figured we'd be going in with because I didn't expect Alshon to be playing.
2: There's a dark cloud over the NFL right
3: now. Yeah. They,
0: they better be taking all this information in from the MLB and all that, and they better just – they need to figure
3: something out. I don't know what it will be. Like, if they – maybe they should do a hub city as well. Do you guys have that? to do an Orlando. Like, they might ha- – the only option Ooh. for the NFL in a bubble would be Disney World because they have, like, the wide world of sports and all those fields. So yeah. Practice.
0: yeah, but it's also so many more people for it. Like it's a fifty two man roster plus all the coaches. It's so many more people that have they have to accommodate and so many more tests. It's not like the like that's what we said uh, when we were talking about the MLB biodome and the Orlando thing when back months ago. We said it makes the most sense for basketball to return because of the numbers. It's only a twelve man roster. Yeah. And a couple coaches. We get just 52 players alone, plus every positional coach, head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. It turns out to be like 60 or 70 people per sideline. And they're having these guys six feet apart in the NBA on the bench. Well, you get it like. I don't get that at all. Yeah, they're just doing it.
1: (laughs) I know, but it's just for like looks, but come on. Yeah, just like they're
3: having them put the fucking masks on when they're playing like spike ball and shit when they take a video. They're they're not wearing masks the whole time. They both got tested today and were clear. Like, why would the Lions put up a plexiglass plexiglass in between their lockers (laughs) in the stadium?
0: Yeah, they just do that. That's (laughs) definitely just PR stuff. Like, you have to. Then a dude from
3: another team can just come put his sweaty ass on you and post (laughs) you up. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but (laughs) while while we're here, let's uh, Pat
0: and Pat and Nick. Talk about the Flyers. They had that one exhibition game against the Penguins. Went into overtime, right? Not, if I'm not mistaken, overtime win. Yep. How, how yeah. we looking? How are we looking for the Flyers' return? When? When's that Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Who are we playing on Sunday? Who we Bruins. Sunday? Oh, that's a tough game coming out, right? Yeah. Oh, versus that. Okay, they're all going to be tough. Yeah. Can you, yeah. Expl- explain the uh, thing again for those who forgot. Like the uh, with the Flyers and that like the top
3: four thing. It's What's just it?
2: the, the the top four seeds all play each other once. Okay. So then, um, and then the other, the other, uh, the bottom
3: five through twelve, spot. yeah, play five, a five game 12. series to get into the playoffs. So what well,
0: we got: Boston, Washington, and uh, yeah. Tampa. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get a little recap then. Had the Flyers. I did watch some of the game. I thought it was actually this is okay. So I've watched the fights with no fans. I watched basketball with no fans. I watched baseball with no fans. All that I've seen. Seemed pretty it seemed pretty normal to me when i watched that hockey game with no fans i was like i don't know It felt really weird to me to watch hockey with no fans cuz usually everyone's up against the boards and they're pounding the pounding the glass and not having that to me was a little bit it was weird for me but all the other sports they
2: seem to be doing just fine with no fans but anyway go ahead and uh, i think i i think i understand what you mean but like just cuz from playing playing hockey with like no one in like an empty an empty rink. <laughs> it just seemed like normal to me yeah. for some reason. Like, but uh, I can totally understand what you're saying. I've seen and way more weird. games
3: like that than I have with a ton of fans.
2: Yeah, right. But anyway, like, uh, let's talk
0: about the Flyers then. What, what, what? Look, what stood out to you in the in the game from Flyers? Good, bad, anything?
2: Uh, they were really good. I thought they were they were great. That last uh, the overtime goal by uh, Lawton. Was ridiculous. It was beautiful. Yeah,
3: they, they didn't seem to really like. I was afraid because they they just make really good passing plays a lot, and I was kind of afraid they'd lose chemistry over the break. And then one game in, they're they're just back at it, doing the same thing. And like they they have three games that don't really fucking matter at all because we're the lowest seed of the top four. We're four, so we can only go up. So we pretty much just have three more exhibitions to get ready for like the actual playoffs. I mean, we should definitely move up to avoid the Penguins in the first round. I'm not like if we have to play the Penguins, fine. We just but, beat the Penguins, right? So. Yeah. But I mean, they look good. I'm really yeah. excited.
2: And then anytime there's like a fucking rivalry like that, it's just like makes it 10 times harder to win. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: So answer this. Should the Philadelphia Faithful get their hopes up for this team?
2: Yeah,
3: probably. All right. All right, now, Nick, what's your take on it, man? Yeah. Yeah, I'd... I mean, I would. I just – it's just – uh, it's not like bas- – like, a lot of people, like, are used to basketball where you kind of know. And, like, right. hockey, like, we can say, like, we have a good team that's built to win. But they could get – like, last year the Lightning were literally the tied for the best team of all time in the regular season, and they got swept by the eight seed in the first round. So, like – it's pretty unpredictable. But, I mean, if they play how they've played all year, I think they have a great shot. No, but that also is, makes it a good case, like, to watch because, you know, it's – like, Pat,
0: I think you've said on this uh, the show before that, like, in the NBA playoffs, you almost don't watch until the conference finals or the finals because yeah, the first couple rounds, you just chalk up who's going to win it. This season will be a little bit more interesting just because of the, uh, ex- the uh, extra circumstances we're all dealing with. But – yeah, I think that is kind of that's kind of cool with the hockey. You don't really it's un- unpredictable, and that was that's almost a perfect answer to my next question, which I'll give to Pat because I think Nick kind of already answered this. Was Ooh. if you had to convince someone who didn't watch hockey, like myself or or Kyle, who doesn't watch hockey as much as you, why they should tune into the Flyers right now? The Flyers only, not just the hockey, not hockey. Just why people in Philadelphia should tune into the Flyers this playoffs push. Well, what's the reason? Number one reason. Uh, we're good. that's fine like they're good I mean you talked about the depth right simple enough that that they're good yeah I mean they have a good shot to win I mean I guess now's a good time to get on the bandwagon if you haven't before and maybe you can say you uh, you hopped on a little bit earlier than other people so maybe start to tune into those Flyers games if you haven't already because our two hockey insiders on the show have high hopes for the Philadelphia Flyers (laughs) if you guys had to pick if you had like we made picks for the NBA what are the picks for the like, I mean, you said it was unpredictable, so I'm not going to hold you these, to these as much as I am with the NBA, but you had to pick, like, the, a finals matchup that you would maybe want to see and then for the cup. You can include the Flyers, I guess, if you want, but just give me a, fly, a cup matchup that you would love to see this season. I'd
3: love to beat the piss out of the fucking Knights in the finals. Fuck them. <laughs>
0: Yo, hold on, because you've gone off on this rant before, man. Why Why do you hate Vegas so much?
3: Oh, no, I don't, I don't really hate Vegas. <laughs> I just um, – <laughs> They're they're really good already. And like it I don't want a kid in Las Vegas to go to bed with a Stanley Cup before I do. I want him to be miserable. <laughs> okay. I mean I mean I'm not sure I don't think there's too many kids
0: running around Las Vegas. That's like a, that's like the adult. No, I'm playground. kidding. But like yeah. just
3: like an adult man, like I yeah, envision yeah, yeah. like a fucking weird guy who works at a casino who like just now like his life is just the golden nights, and like i don't want him to experience the happiness of a stanley cup before i do i feel that i totally i totally feel that. how about you pat, happy huh? for the kids i was kidding about that yeah we respect the kids on cellar like The tens of kids in the las vegas the greater las vegas area all seven of yeah. yeah how about you pat
0: are you on the same page as nick or is there another matchup you want to see um
2: I'd probably like to play – I'd like to play the Oilers. Oilers?
0: Isn't that yeah. – Conor McDavid's on the Oilers, Tom right? Conor
2: McDavid, yeah.
0: yeah. Meg, how like you like them because it's a good matchup for the Flyers or you like them because you have some sort of spite
3: against the Oilers? Nick, what do you think? You're shaking your head when I said that. Well, I think we would oh, beat so. the shit out of them. Okay. They're so bad defensively. And they only have two players that are – like. I mean, they have two unbelievable players, but that's not going to beat us. Yeah, I mean you've talked about the depth for the Flyers, so all
0: right. So we have a pot. We have Pat's hoping for the easy route here, and then Nick's hoping for the bully route.
3: But yeah, <laughs> speaking of bully, oh, yeah, we... without the Flyers, I would like to see. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I, I would like to see a rematch of last year because that was a fucking awesome cup. And what was that? Washington and uh, uh, Boston, St. Louis. Oh yeah, St. Louis Blues. That would be both number one seeds going back though. So yeah, like, St. that would Louis. be crazy. Yeah,
0: I was actually in St. Louis earlier in the year. Not, not a fun city. I, I did walk past the, uh, the, the uh, stadium. When you come from a city like Philadelphia, I mean, I'm not sure how much you guys have traveled. When you guys like go to another city, <laughs> other than Nashville. Nashville, I thought, was a perfect city, actually. But when I went to St. Louis, St. Louis, when you hear it, because there's a couple of sports teams down there, it's a pretty, like you think, oh, it's a big city. It is so tiny. I walked the entire city in probably like one hour. It, I mean, it's it's cool. It's quaint, but it's more like the downtown is like the business district. There's not so much to do.
3: It's the suburbs of St. Louis that pop, apparently. Yeah, I wish I would have known that way. All, taken it. all yeah, the man. St. Louis Blues, like any dude that played for the St. Louis Blues in his career, d- don't leave. Really? Gretzky played there for maybe, or I don't know if he played there or whatever, but that's where he lives now, St. Louis. I, I do have a St. Louis Blues shirt
0: because, I'll, okay, I'm not sure if you guys know this story, but when St. Louis was terrible last year. I mean you guys know that until they won the cup. Right? They were
3: they started off pretty slow. They were in last place on January thirty first and then they were like seventh seed in the West. Yeah. Okay, so they're last place. Yeah. And then they they took a trip to
0: Philadelphia and they went to this bar and they said, uh, they what's it play Gloria. That was the song, Play Gloria. And then I, I get I ended up meeting one of the guys that owned the uh owned the restaurant that the blues visited it. And I got, got a little shirt that said, play Gloria, which ended up being the theme theme song for the St. Louis Blues when they, when they won their Stanley Cup. So you can almost credit that to Philadelphia, though. That's like we are we are a uh, Stanley Cup by winner by, you know, well, actually, I don't, don't know why. By association. That's the word I'm looking for. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really have much other to talk about this week, gang, unless you guys have anything else. The Mike Tyson is coming back to fight Roy Jones Jr., which is uh, – I guess it's kind of a spectacle. I saw some weird rule. I can't say if this is actually accurate or not, but I saw that apparently if someone gets cut, the fight just ends. It's like I was like that can't that can't be right. But uh, that it's fifty bucks on the pay per view. That's I mean, I'm not sure I'd pay to see two fifty year old guys fight for fifty bucks. But I mean, if you split it with you know a couple of guys and each throw a couple of bucks, maybe it'll be. a...
2: So, so Tyson can't <laughs>
0: knock him out. He could knock him out if he doesn't cut him. So you just <laughs> gotta like. Hold oh,
2: on, oh, let me. Ra- ra- yeah. While ra- ra- we're here, that's not gonna happen, probably.
0: Oh, let me let me see if I can Tyson versus Roy Jones. Let's see if I can actually get the
2: uh, the rules up. How I mean. do you contain Mike Tyson? Like, how do you tell him, like, dude, don't don't beat <laughs> the shit out of him.
0: Okay, so here this is it. There will be no winner unless there's a knockout or a TKO. Tysons and Jones Jr. won't wear headgear for the fight. They'll be lacing up twelve ounce gloves and there won't be any judges present. So the only way they oh. they can win is by knockout. So maybe I oh, had yeah. this all backwards. I kinda of like that.
3: Let me, no, gonna, I also read that there was no knockouts allowed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I read that there was no cuts allowed. Like if you can't you if they start bleeding or something, that's when
3: that's when the fight gets oh, I, I like really saw a tweet I didn't read like read an article, I saw a tweet that said, if like Mike, there was like no knockout. it was like a charity fight. And everybody's like Mike Tyson ain't holding back. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm
0: trying to just while we conclude the episode here, let's try and figure this out. I, I think it says just by winner by knockout or TKO. So I guess it's ultimately off to the referee. I don't, I suspect it'll just go the distance. That's what I would imagine. So I think Mike Tyson's going to knock his head off. I mean, Roy Jones Jr. Is, he fought recently. I think he did, he did all right. He like he's like a boxer boxer, you know. Like he's uh, bob and weave, bob and weave, bob and weave. So yeah, if anyone's gonna knock someone out, it'll be Tyson, though. I mean, we think Tyson's vicious, but we we'll, once that gets closer, we'll we'll place our bets for that fight. Would you watch that fight? Nick, I know you just stepped away from the camera for a second.
3: Yeah, I watch it. Sorry, I got to take care of my dog, and she was like freaking out about it. I'm, I'm on I'm on dog duty all
0: week when my family's at work, so I feel you. But yeah, all right, gang. Well, good episode. Sports are officially back. Thank God. Hopefully for now, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with the MLB. Lakers up 37-24 against the Clippers right now, getting out to a little bit of a lead in the Battle of LA. Who knows if we have have the uh, preview of the conference finals or some sort of playoff matchup out there in the West. Good to have some sports back. Good to talk to the gang as always. And again, use that code on manscapecom for 20% off plus free shipping. Guys, do your own, math. What did you say, Nick, earlier in the episode? You're going to pick your own numbers?
3: I'm going to run my own numbers.
0: Run your own numbers for your bets, man. Go with your gut. Let's, you know, roll the dice now that we got sports back. You've saved some money for a couple of months, so maybe you got a little bit extra cash in your pocket. So best of luck to all you betters out there. But listen, I'm going to go watch the rest of this game. Uh yeah, good episode, gang. I'll talk to you guys all next week. Or yeah, next week.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. I'm gonna be on vacation. So oh, vaca- where are you going on vacation week? I'm going up the mountains actually with my
2: family. Very nice, Kyle. All right. So maybe- will- oh shit, dude, that Lebron dunk was sick.
0: <laughs> are you going- are you? Who else is going on vacation? Anyone else? I'm gonna be down the shore actually. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we'll postpone it in a week, but we'll figure it all out. Yeah, we'll make it work for for you fans of Cellar Dwellers out there. But now, this is the official goodbye, guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. You'll hear from us on social media or another episode eventually. See you,
2: guys. Peace.